as always, by the Hornist of Homies to sail the seven seas, Mr. Anthony Luby and Luke Farnsworth. And today it is Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. So this is take two. We were having some technical difficulties because we are the Technical Difficulties Podcast. What else is new? Yeah, nothing. At this point? I think we, we ironed out all the kinks, though. Any wrinkles? I think they're ironed out. All the wrinkles are just in my brain. I'm mm-hmm. smooth. I'm smooth up there, too. No wrinkles for me. <laughs> Ain't no wrinkles on this brain. So as Alex said, Merry Christmas. If you guys want to give us a Christmas present, give us the gift of a like, a comment, subscribing, ringing the bell, following us on other social medias. Uh, leave a comment calling Alex stinky because I said that last time. Yeah, said that 15 minutes ago. It was longer than that by now because of how long we yeah. spent trying to fuck around with this. Yeah. So if you guys have a MacBook Air 2017, don't use Streamlabs at all. It isn't Streamlabs. It's like, I don't think it can process. Well, that's what I'm saying. It can't link. link. Oh, yeah. It's just giving it too much information in the Mac. little MacBook, little shitty Macs. Like, oh, I can't do this. If it was a pro, it could do it. Well, yeah, I d- that's not a pro, though. <laughs> that's, a, that's an error. I have my mic here today. Yeah, Luke yeah. brought his mic because every other mic up here is bad. It's... Yeah, this might be one of the first episodes where there might be a constant video stream and no buzzing. Uh, you just jinxed it so yeah. fucking hard Yeah, we have now. two mics that are Both of issues. your mics are going to buzz now, and we're going to have like 15 minutes of missing footage in the middle somewhere. We might. Yeah, some like 10-minute corrupt file is going to totally be there. I can totally expect that happening. It'd be really fucking funny, I'd be so honestly. mad. I just honestly, want one podcast like where we're here live that just goes right. You know, We did one. One out there, of a hundred. Out of hundred and twenty, this is number one twenty-two. Out of all of those, we had one that we went through without stopping once. With the Sony's. Yeah. And the Canon. It was like one of the first times. Wait, it was just it would the be three of us. With the Canon. That's it was, true. It yeah. was before we had the Canon. It was one of the first times wow. without Jay. Whoa. We should. I, I want to find that episode and put it in the fucking history books. I don't because remember because I said something about it and we were like, "Holy fuck!" Guys, yeah. it's working. It's a, <laughs> no. It's not even a miracle. It's it's. Funny that it's like functioning properly no, is what it is. No, that like yeah. on Discord everything sounds good. It's, it looks good, but then like when we're up here, it's very obvious we got cheap shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. although like yeah. the cameras, those are expensive cameras, yeah. and those just <clears throat> fucking suck. We just got the shit out of the stick on those. But the buzzing, <laughs> that's entirely our fault. Yeah, like like this has been mentioned before, but these mic setups, the one mean Ant- the one Anthony's using because my boom stand is we forgot one. Uh, boom stand, mic, and cable costed a total of like sixty dollars. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, and I was like, this is a bargain, man. You know, we're gonna go cheap because we're a small podcast and we're gonna do it, you know, the cheap way. <laughs> and and the cheap way bit us in the ass. Like after a few episodes, it mm-hmm. was. Three episodes exactly when we realized that the cheap way bit us in the fucking ass. Yeah. And, like, we're just getting kind of bit in the ass more. Hopefully we can solve the problem. But I have an eight-channel audio interface. And it it has eight channels. So if we got XLR mics, we could hook them up. We have plenty of room for it. I don't know who the fuck's buying XLR mics. Well, I mean, so nice. to upgrade, it'd be amazing. Like, we our, yeah. audio, our but sound the, quality like would go the, up so the much. The thing is, Luke isn't even up here. I know. But, like, it'd be good for me because I want to mic my drums. So I'd still use it even if he wasn't up here. But um, this audio interface was made in 2011. The last driver update was 2016. 
and I've been having a lot of problems getting it to work on anything. And it's been really frustrating because it powers on, but it just, the drivers won't even install on my Windows. They installed on my Mac, but like nothing, no device shows up. So it's really kicking me in the bum. I don't know what's going on right now. We just have like a, a terrible streak of equipment failure. We're not technologically inclined. Well, we That's are. The That's problem, the problem. Well, you're not. You're no, bad. I'm not. No, you I'm not. Like, you are <laughs> technologically bad. illiterate. <laughs> yeah. Like horribly. Yeah. I remember. I wasn't playing, but Alex got on Warzone with Josh and Matt one night. He was over at Amanda's house. And in our group chat, it was blowing the fuck up. Because <laughs> Alex couldn't figure out how to change his fucking mic input. And they had to walk him through this process like a newborn. And he still couldn't do it. This it, lasted like an hour. You go to they settings, an hour. go to voice and video, was, you click on the output so button. It was painful to watch, it. dude. It was horribly painful. It was more difficult no, than... Yes, no, it was. Because I swear. Were you just changing it on Discord? No, it was also in, um, in the game. Like, the game was being weird, too. Well, who gives a shit about the game audio? Well, no, it's like... It's either, it was either like I couldn't hear them or they couldn't hear me. It was weird. It, it shouldn't even matter because everything was going through Discord. But it did. That was the weird thing. That's why I was perplexed. I, oh, was yeah, perplexed. I, I really think you're just technologically illiterate. Little, like you're bad. I man. am. I'm not denying that I'm not. Like I definitely have like. Because that happened. Me and Kyle and Josh were playing the other night. And I'm like, <laughs> Kyle's like, hey, Anthony, sound like, I think I'm getting double. I'm like, okay, cool. Go fuck with some settings, come back. I'm like, is it good? Kyle's like, yeah. It's funny that you did that in two minutes and it took Alex an hour to get it done. I would have been like, oh shit. <laughs> like having a low-key panic attack. And then like, oh, all I would have, I would have just muted Alex in game and called it a that's fucking night. easy enough. That's that's all I would have done. Then we couldn't communicate. No, because you're going through Discord. And the game. You're going through both. You have two open mic channels. I mute you in the game, was, I hear you through Discord. I think he just doesn't even... I don't know what the issue was. It was different, was, man. I'm telling you. But, man, it was so bad. If I ever hear double, I never say anything to anyone. I'm just like, hey, you're coming through the game. I'm going to mute you. And then I just mute you in the game, and that's it. It's that easy. Easy. <clears throat> you got to you gotta get your money up before you get your funny up, buddy. I know. It's <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. I'm working on it, all right? I am. Thorpe couldn't turn a I lamp solved, on yesterday. I solved one of my own problems, though. Okay. That was different. <laughs> I solved my uh, my dual monitor thing. At least How did you, did you actually solve you it? Because you messaged you it, in you the chat. You said it just fixed itself. It fixed itself. It kind of did, but like I did stuff. What did you do? I forget now. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a lot. It was. You probably it was, just unplugged it and plugged it back. No, in. No, no, that didn't work. I swear. I swear to God, that it, didn't work. Yeah, I remember when it first did it. I went up to go look at it. I'm like, all right, we'll check your inputs. Let's make sure, like, if the monitors even picking up in the settings it wasn't it, it it was a very weird situation but all i did was restart the computer and it fixed itself but in in his defense the second time it happened it restart did not fix it so we thought it was his ports in his gpu that were fucked yeah which I still, think still probably, probably could be is. i still think it but is. it was weird because um so i i open up device manager um and i go to update the drivers and it says drivers are fully updated so I'm like, well, that's weird. And then it gave me, an, there were two error codes. It said error code 41 and 33. So I looked those up and they said some about like 
properly ma- like malfunctioning GPU, and I was like, oh fuck. I, I think you just your GPU's going bad. Well, that too. I think that is also an issue. And um, I mean, how old like, is your GPU? It's an RX it's, 480. It's like equivalent to my 1060. You're, you're talking to me in AMD. I don't know shit about it, AMD. Yeah, it's, it's like, it was given to me. I don't know, I know shit but about I'm them saying, either. I'm not like talking shit about you. I'm just saying you're saying it's like an <laughs> RX. I'm like, I don't fucking know yeah, what that is. Yeah, it's you, like <laughs> the equivalent of a 1060. Yeah, okay. I, that sure, makes I sense. guess. Like if but, you told um, me you had like an AMD processor sort of giving me like, it's I'm a like, Ryzen uh, 2K43. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I'd be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I know Intel. and, and I have a Ryzen 7. I know that. Yeah, you're. that's your issue. You're AMD gang. Cone literally agrees that AMD is better than Intel. Nah, Cone. Yes, he does. Cone. We, we were talking about it the other night. Cone's weird. Oh, shit. But um, well, so like it said, the GPU like was like malfunctioning, and I open up um Task Manager, and you can look at your performance for each like piece, and my GPU didn't even appear. Literally, was not even reading. Yeah. It was not there. Maybe it's and, like, seated all weird. But like, why randomly start doing this now? You know? I think like, it's literally a mix of changed. your motherboard's going out and your GPU's going out. I, I mean, who knows, man? That PC was built in 2018. I think your Mobo seating is going out. And your GPU is about to go kablunky. I I would agree with the GPU because I don't know what that thing did before I got it. It was a hand me down, so like the history of it is like beyond me. I think also like dust could be playing a big factor in it. I think I think dust well, is dust definitely, is definitely there. playing yeah. a factor, but I do think his oh, GPU is going just wanna, up. That just it's in sleep mode. I'll go. I'll go touch recording. it. It was just weird, and like I messaged someone about it, and they said, "Well, if you're not utilizing any like program to run the GPU, it won't show up." But it was, but after I solved the problem, the GPU was being read, and I didn't have anything going. I didn't have Chrome going. I just had Task Manager up, and then the GPU appeared. So it was really weird. It it, uh, it fixed itself, but it gave me some more things to That's worry what I'm about. Saying. I think your motherboard seating is going bad as well. Yeah, I just think overall, when I go from my PC to yours, I want to shoot myself in it's the head. It's not that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not even like not. performance. What are you talking? It's just about? like your desktop is so cluttery, There's and th- it's a mess. Your your like your files are sorted. Horribly. No, they're they're sorted pretty good, honestly. Pretty like my bad. downloads are messed up, but like if you go into my D drive, that's sorted very well. My D drive is sorted very that's well. Fair. Your mouse is also set like you have to pull no, the cable. No, it's not. No, it's oh, yeah, not, it's dude. No, it's not. Cuz I sit so like bad. with my hands like this anyway. Like I don't sit like this. I don't either. I I sit like this. I have my my elbows are up on my desk. <laughs> I'm not back like that. <laughs> I use <the> Eric Cartman. <laughs> Playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. Do you guys sit like this or do you sit like this? I sit like this. <laughs> um. <laughs> I kind of sit with my hands like a like a, a fountain. That's so weird. anyway, our computer troubles extend back to home as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Long story short. You're not the only one suffering, guys. It's also us. Maybe we're suffering Alex. from Maybe. success. Like, yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Dude. We made like forty dollars. Look, one thing I did notice is like, if we play a game with mouse and keyboard, the keyboard doesn't sit straight. Like I tilt it, I turn the left side towards me like this, and you do it the opposite way. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, I do it the opposite way because I can't remember what game it was. I found that when I did it this way, I would always rest my finger and push the control button down. Mm-hmm. So I do it the other way, so I have so to extend it. my pinky and don't it next. I just thought it. that was that was interesting. I'm like, huh, Luke has adapted. 
to up, and I've adapted to down. I also, years. like, put it at a very st- steep angle, yeah. I've noticed. People have made a lot of comments on how I Like how it keyboard. angles up? No. Oh, so, like, instead of the keyboard oh. being like that, I have it like that, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it is very much a 45-degree angle. How do you guys like your keyboards to lay? Like, flat, or do you put it all the way up? Flat. What? My extend thing doesn't go very far. It's not high, but it's not on the ground. It's Well, you've used my keyboard. My keyboard's already naturally pretty lifted, so mine's flat. Because if you put the fucking stands um, up, it's like I'm... I have two stands on mine, so whether you flip out one, it's semi up, and then another one raises it more. I go all the way. I'm not trying so I'm to get carpal like, tunnel, my guy. I also I have another gripe. <laughs> what? Your keyboard is a shit show. There, what is wrong with it? Your keyboard sucks. Hey, me and Luke are going to attack you with this. The only thing, thing the that click sucks is bad. The what? The click. The bing bing. Okay. Bing, bing, no, bing, click bing, is a personal preference. You can't say that's bad. That is a those personal are the preference. single most metallic fucking. No, okay. that is a personal preference. What is in, actually in wrong our, with it? Our opinion. They're very loud and annoying. I love them. Second off, your keycaps, I know they're hentai, and that's that's cool. Yeah, it is. But they're fucking horrible. <laughs> they're okay. No, like <laughs> typing on that is, is abysmal. Not really. Man. I think what the problem is <laughs> Man. is um so like the the keycaps did not come stamped or printed with a letter. Yeah, so it's just pictures of hentai. <laughs> yeah. So like I took I got these little stickers to put on them so I knew what was what. And I think when you type, you feel that and that is what messes you up because everything's not they're, they're raised significantly higher than the keyboard. Some of them, some of them are. Some That's them. also like not But it's good. only it's only like WASD. That's the only one on the letters that's replaced. Everything else is like shift or control or alt. I think or you're my just numpad. in the market for an upgrade pc wise i like my keyboard and mouse i do i really do i don't want to change those they're they're, they're cool color and the pink, they i like the pink they function great and there's no other brand that really makes the pink anyway so it's like razor and i don't have a problem with razor i just have a problem with my pc build that's that's the uh the overarching issue and my monitors are really shitty it's not that they're shitty i mean like they're 1080 but they don't use HDMI ports. That's, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but wait, still EVGA. wait, hold on. How the fuck do they run 1080 on VGA? Uh, Adapter cables, yeah, buddy. Or like different. So you can display you, port. You can literally buy a little thing like this big to put into the monitor and then out through HDMI. It's hilarious. It's like on, this big. On both of his monitors, he has an adapter on both. Cables run down. These are HDMI cables. Keep that in mind. And he has one HDMI cable into his GPU, and he has another adapter into the GPU for DisplayPort. So it's DisplayPort, adapter, HDMI cable, DisplayPort, adapter into the GPU. Wait, wait, wait. Is it DisplayPort or is it VGA? It's Display, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm most positive it's Display because it goes right into his GPU. Why doesn't he just have Display cables? No, I think it's uh, one of them is DPI. You know, it looks like the HDMI. Oh, that's Display. Yeah, it's Display. You you could just get one DisplayPort cable. And get rid of two. Okay, adapters. you said VGA, and f- so you guys know VGA cables are the big fucking sixteen-pin cables that twist into monitors. No, from holy like the fuck! Early yeah, I think yeah, his monitors are VGA. Yeah, they're VGA. Yeah, display ports the ones that look <laughs> yeah. like HDMI but only have like. Yeah, a yeah, so yeah, I yeah. have to buy a cable that goes from VGA. How do to those HDMI? run HD? How? How do you? How oh, are they HD They do though. Your, your setup using... is uh, is pretty janky, buddy. What the buddy. fuck? That's not an HDMI. What <laughs> it the goes fuck? to it, it goes to HDMI, uh, VGA to HDMI, and then In I have world? I have what one that goes fuck? from like VGA to HDMI to display. 
into the computer. Why so did you just get a fucking display cable and then get a VGA to display converter? I think because we just have HDMI cables on tap. Yeah. Everybody does. I mm-hmm. think if you grew up in the early 2000s, you have you 9 million have HDMI cables somewhere. Although we were like, our family was kind of late to the game. We didn't oh, yeah. have HDMI cables for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember we, we always had to go out and buy some. Yeah. Like, shit, we need another HDMI. Let's now, go. like, Dad will just come up to me. He's like, hey, I'm looking for a cable. What do you got? I get in my tub, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Let what me do see. you need? Dude, I have a tub at home that has, like, six HDMI. <laughs> I, I, have, you, I have a tub in my room. Everyone has a tub of yeah. just random fucking <laughs> cables and bullshit. And they're all, like, different cables. They're the, You have mm-hmm. a couple that are the same, but you have, like, anything from micro USB to a fucking USB-C yep. to just regular USB to USB. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck you even buy this in I the just, first they, place? There's some that are like this big. I'm like, what did I ever use? This? How did I even get this? There's no way I bought it. I know one cable I have. It's a big fucking like rectangle, and it's for my calculator. And I'm like, who the fuck designed this and not made it like USB-C or something? It's like the F-U-C-K cable. The fuck yeah. cable. Funny thing, my dad found this light in a plane. So he was like leaving one night. And pilots leave a bunch of shit in the planes all the time. So if there's flashlights, he's like, I'm just going to take this flashlight. And he found this big work light. And he brought it to me. And he's like, I need to charge this. Do you have a cable for this? I'm like, let me look in the bin. I look in the bin. And I'm like, looking at the light, I'm not seeing anything that resembles it. It's not micro. But the weird thing is. It's not regular USB it's, either. What it could do is USB to USB. And then there's also another port there for like. A micro shape, but significantly larger. But is I don't it, have anything like that. Is it like a micro, but a big tr- square almost? Or is it wider? I can actually show you when we get home. Yeah. When I see it, because that's, that's how I would describe my calculator charger, is a micro bottom, but it's a big fucking square. It's not perfectly symmetrical, like a rectangle. So like it's quite literally a micro USB, but enlarged. Huh. Very strange. Like, you I just take it in Photoshop and just scale it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's what they did. They're like, oh, yeah, let's just do this. Just make it bigger. <laughs> but why? So no one else can use the cables on this device. They have to buy a whole new one when they lose it. It'd be kind of funny if I went over to your house and I knew the name of the cable somehow. That would. My dad would be like, fuck, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh, that's a goober penis cable. And your dad would be like, oh, shit. Oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> oh, I need to buy a goober penis <laughs> cable. <laughs> <laughs> Cables have dumb fucking names. I I really wish there was just one universal cable. Hopefully USB-C is that guy. There's a lot I of different so. types of USB-C. I was watching. I don't know if this what? is true. How or the not. fuck are there more than one? Like USB-C? different that do different things. Like X USB-C cable might not do like data transfer like this one or this one might not be able to do this because we have USB-Cs where some work with that camera and others do not. That's, yeah, we do. So if there was one cable that could do it all. And that became the norm. That would be so nice. I don't care if the cable was that thick. So I say currently, I believe the cable would be probably like that thick. I wouldn't even care. I think that'd be awesome. At least like the bare minimum stuff, like data transfer, charging. Well, I think the the other problem is that like we all know what a USB C cable looks like. They're fucking tiny. Yeah. How do you fit all the cables onto that for them to transfer data back? That's That's, the problem. Yeah, that's true. But some already do data transfer. But that's it. But that's it. They don't do everything. So I'm saying what I'm saying is that like. You have to uh, you have to mount the cables onto that port in order to do it. Big USB C, <laughs> <laughs> big Nesso <Yeah>, Berry. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just scale it up like that one port. 
we'll just put it in Photoshop, scale it up, print yeah, it out, and then exactly. it'll, just be, it'll be perfect. They make 3D printers, guys. <laughs> guys. Guys. Yeah, that's those are our technical difficulties, guys. Boy, they just, like, extend. I wonder how they decide yeah. which cable does what. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't. Would, no, I don't care. You I know would, what? Because that I don't care. Because that's going to lead me down a rabbit hole. And I'm just going to get angry. I do care. Because I could probably make a cable you, you that does all could, of it. Yeah, I. But can. I'd have to cut open like six different USB-C cables to figure out what's different. Imagine if you, dude, you make so much money if you got the one cable to do it all. Hey, good. Would it, you though? It, Think about it. Because like you know the guy who invented the car that ran on water and then mysteriously died. I get died. killed by yeah. big. Yeah, I get big killed cable. by big cable. <laughs> big, <laughs> big cable would come Spectrum, after you. Spectrum, Cox, Dish—they're <laughs> all coming after Luke. Well, th- no, no, they won't. They're not focusing on me because we got fiber optic internet now. So big cable doesn't give a fuck about me. They give a fuck about like Google Fiber and. Uh, big Google's coming after you. Verizon, whatever the fuck, FiOS—that's what it's called. FiOS. Yeah, it's fiber, the, uh, fiber is, and that's fiber. their fiber optic internet oh, service. Interesting. Josh, you know what's crazy? Josh lives in Vermont, and from what he's told me, Vermont is like behind the times by quite a few years. Yeah, a few decades. And they, he has fucking fiber internet there. I do not have it where I live. We live in the Football Hall of Fame. How do we not have fiber optic internet? Once I move out of my stupid fucking apartment, I'll have fiber optic internet. But is, I can is like is like your complex the only one without fiber? They only get Cox internet. Oh yeah, That's you didn't it. even get to choose. Nope. <laughs> They're like, I was like, what internet do I get? They said Cox. I said anything else? They said no. <laughs> I mean, at least it's fast. Like your internet's good. Yeah. Maybe it's fine with like one or two people, but if you put, if anyone else like somehow manages to sneak onto my fucking internet and bum off me, I'm fucked. They're gonna really. I'll, I'll run out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even when you guys were over, I noticed a significant bog down. Of like my internet when hmm. you guys were all on it, I didn't know you that. might not have just because it was fast. But yeah, because like, like at the time we probably didn't have spectrum yet. Yeah, we when I'm probably. by myself, it's a lot faster than. Interesting, I didn't know that. Which was a little goofy, wacky, silly. Goofy, zany. Crazy. Kooky. Kooky. Kooky nuts. Nutty. But nutty, yeah. Christmas. Wook. What is your anime of the week? My anime of the week is a show called Humanity Has Declined. I want to see that picture real quick. Yeah, I'm just going to look it up on my phone. Look, look at how base she is. Now the bread's it's, got a face. Bro, it's Bochi. <laughs> uh, <the laughs> it's Bochi the bread. The bread actually is a character in like one of the first episodes. No and shit. he rips himself in half and bleeds everywhere. Okay. <laughs> and screams violently right. in pain. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to have a really hard time describing this show. So I'm going to just read it and then try to explain a little better. So, because of the constantly declining birth rates over many decades, human civilization is all but extinct. With only a few humans remaining, they survive in this post-apocalyptic world with what was left behind by previous generations. Earth is now dominated by fairies, tiny creatures with extremely advanced technology, an obsession with candy, and a complete disregard for for human safety. A young girl who has just finished her studies returns to her hometown and is designated as an official United Nations arbitrator. Her duty is to serve as a link between mankind and fairies, reassuring each side that both races can live together peacefully. She imagines this task will not will be easy enough, but controlling the disasters created by the ob- oblivious fairies in their pursuit of candy will require a lot more effort than she initially believes. Is this a slice of life? Yes, it's a kind of it's a comedy slice of life fantasy adventure show. Mm-hmm. Would 
with all in one. Uh, think Girls Last Tour, but funny, and there's more than two characters in it. Like a post-apocalyptic type beat that doesn't give me super bad depression. No, it made it made me feel a little weird watching it, but like. So the the existential dread is there a little bit. A little bit. But with more bread being torn in half. That's only one episode in one part of one episode. <laughs> okay. So because more. she goes to the bread factory where the fairies were making bread out of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and she bit it and said, wow, this tastes like garbage. I wonder why. So the, it's really hard to like put a definition on this show because it's a lot of just mini stories put into 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. It does the thing where the episodes don't go in chronological order which i realize i've watched quite a few shows like that and this one again does it pretty well there's definitely a noticeable difference between like what time frame you're in from one episode to the next and blah 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 but it's not a mess because it's not some action show where everything matters in certain orders and shit it's just like here's this story now here's this story now here's this story and I like to imagine it as like our main character telling her life to someone and it's just like coming back with whatever memory she thinks of it as it goes. And that's how I like to see it mm-hmm. through the show. Uh, another cool thing, not a single person in the show has an actual fucking name. What? They never say the main girl's name once. She, They never say it at all. Uh, the assistant's name is Assistant. There's a girl named Y. W-H-Y. No. Just Y. The letter Y. <laughs> uh, the only ones with real names are Pion and Oyage, which are the the Pioneer and Voyager space probes. <laughs> okay. Here, hold on. <clears throat> Open up a bigger image, please, or don't. That That's the Pioneer. She's a cat girl. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's super weird just very strange show overall i would say but extremely enjoyable very fun to watch you kind of get like the existentialism like thorpe said but it doesn't linger anything it's just like a quick shabam you're gonna die soon and everyone's gonna die soon and it's like all right time to go make candy for these new humans that are fairies that try to do bullshit and end up hurting people how many bread factories out of 10 I'm going to give it a solid eight and a half bread factor. That many? It sounded like it was going to be like a seven. We'll it is a, an extremely enjoyable show. Um, what's, what deal do we have going on? Uh, <laughs> half off. Half off bread. <laughs> <laughs> the bread's not even a big point. I was just, you just pointed out the bread loaf. He was just there. He, was he is. He's he fine. Why is it not available now? Oh, cool. The internet's not working. Whatever. Uh,. God, it's really hard because the episode, the show is just so all over the place. Uh, buy one fairy, get existential dread for free. Uh-huh. This doesn't sound like a very good deal. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. If <laughs> but I you get a fairy, that. and they give you fairy points. If you have ten fairies, you get ten fairy power, and that means that there's a chance you survive falling from twenty stories or something like just that. Just a chance. <laughs> Yeah. So I have if you have harbor. twenty, if you have twenty-five fairy power, you were guaranteed to live. How much does a fairy cost? You More just have you to find afford. them. Are they frequent? Maybe. Depends. On. You know, 
<laughs> There's also like so they start describing fairy power at one point because the fairies are running away and shit. They're like, once the fairies are gone, it's going to get fucked around here. And she's like, well, how? And then they're like explaining like accidents occur in higher frequency if there's no fairies around or something. And at some point they're like, if you fall from a building but didn't befriend the unicorn you were supposed to meet in the woods, it will abduct you and then take you to the moon or something like that. <laughs> Boy, shit really went off the rails. And I really wish I was kidding. That is like almost tit for tat what the fuck they say. The, the show. show makes it sound like Japan legalized shrooms. And then this is what happened. One of the fairies did make a narcotic. <laughs> I made and heroin! He, and he ate it, pissed himself, and passed <laughs> out. And I watched that scene three times in a row because it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I heard this thing somewhere. Okay. Nice. Chungus. Also, fairies piss water. They piss fresh water. Nice. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. God damn. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not, that is messed up, man. Like, that should not come out of someone's asshole. Whoa. Ooh, man, that smells like old egg salad and stroking off. That's fucked up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with me, man? Oh my god! <laughs> All right. After some more hell harm technical difficulties, we lost like 15 minutes of footage. After hell finally let loose on us. By the way, uh, microphones took a beer break this time. Yeah, <laughs> which is very strange. Not a normal occurrence for us. No, no, but definitely not unheard of. Yeah. It's, it's a order. first. Every, there's a first for everything. Yeah. And, so if uh, it's not the camera, something else is gonna. I'm gonna keep peeking over here. Like, <laughs> all right. So Luke, that, like, Luke has to give his rating of his anime of the week again for the second time. You're gonna hear a bunch of shit for the second time, fans. So I hope you're ready for our enthusiastic replies to everything. So Luke, how many bread factories out of uh, ten? <laughs> I give it eight and a half bread factories out of ten. Okay, that's odd. I thought it was gonna be a seven. <laughs> Crazy, didn't see that coming. Yeah. None of these jokes are going to fucking land no. on us anymore. No. I, oh, I, We're not even I, at an airport. I can't do it. I can't do it. We're at an airport. I have a bomb. I can't do it. In Minecraft. Joke. In Minecraft. <laughs> this is a joke and in Minecraft. All right. Oh, God. So we're going back into reviewing the animes from the season. Next week we'll have our year review because it's New Year's and that's what we do because we're fucking predictable. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, that made me giggle. So first we're going to hit us up with Spy Family Part 2. Thorpe, you want to tell the lovely viewers about Spy Family Part 2? Yeah, I'm going to give you a breakdown. If you didn't watch Spy Family, it is about a little girl named Anya who has powers and she can read minds and she is adopted by Lloyd Forger, a.k.a. Twilight, who is a spy. Lloyd has to find a wife and that wife turns out to be Yor. Yor is looking for a husband, so they work well together. Yor is also an assassin. So they get together and Lloyd's mission is to do some infiltration type beat and get some info on someone at Anya's school. The Desmond. 
Desmond Damien. Desmond Damien. Doss. Desmond, <laughs> Desmond Doss. Anyway, this is uh, the second chord. It's a continuation of the first season, which was a hit. It was very excellent, very popular. Everyone loved it. It was the best. And uh, as we previously said before everything got cut away, um, the first season kind of set the tone. It, there was a lot happening in a 12-episode span. So we got bringing the family together, shenanigans ensue, and we're still in that shenanigans ensue. The family's together, and this is... It's more toned down than the first season, but it makes sense that it is... But it doesn't really take away from it being good. It's still a great season. I very much enjoyed it. It was my Saturday go-to, the first watch of the day. I, I think it was just a fantastic show overall again. Yeah, I think it's still super... <coughs> Sorry. I think it's still like super just as fun as the first season was. Like It's it's a little more like slice of lifely and mundane, but it's still very spy family and fun and cute. The whole show's premise is basically you told a four-year-old to make a weird action movie, and that's what they said they yeah, were Yeah, exactly. So there's a psychic, a spy, an assassin, and a future-seeing dog. Yeah. <laughs> Shenanigans ensue. Well, new characters did get introduced, so we got to meet some new faces. Nightfall. Nightfall was Nightfall epic. Nightfall was hot. Big. Still a your guy. I'm still a your guy yeah, for sure. I am. But I can recognize that Nightfall's hot, unlike you. She's a good competitor. Do you agree? Not for your. <laughs> uh, it's okay, okay to be whatever. wrong. <laughs> you can have a dumb opinion. I don't think it's a dumb opinion. <laughs> what, what do you guys rate the show? The second half only. Don't take the first half into consider, uh, the consideration. I originally gave it a nine, and uh, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to stick to 9, too. I'm going to drop it to an 8.5. I, I can agree with a that. A respectable score, but not on the level of a 9 for me, personally. Yeah. Mainly just because, like, I did enjoy it a lot. It was my Saturday go-to. I started the Saturdays off with Spy Family. It was probably my second most looked-forward-to show on Saturdays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I easily. Agree. Uh, there's also a movie coming out next year. Mm, which is mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very excited about that. Yeah. Uh, Miami List has an 8.46 for the second part. Uh, Alex, why don't you tell us about Chainsaw Fella? All right. So, like I said previously. That you um, didn't hear. That you didn't, that you didn't hear. Uh, everybody and their mom knows about Chainsaw Man. If you have it and you're living under a rock, let me fill you in real quick. Chainsaw Man revolves around this kid, uh, and he has a little pet dog chainsaw thing named Pochita. And their job pretty much is to kill devils together. And then one day, the guy who gives Denji all his jobs, he works for the Yakuza, double crosses him, and he murders Denji. And while, they, while he's dead in the dumpster, Pochita's like, hey, I'm going to live inside you and turn you into a chainsaw. And he's like, okay. So he becomes Chainsaw Man. Word comes to the security safety committee of the city of Tokyo and he pretty much gets a job there working under Makima, who is kind of like the leader or the, the head honcho for that department. And it's pretty much them trying to kill devils and their ultimate goal to kill the gun devil, which years ago caused the deaths of millions of people. So they're just trying to kill the gun devils and make the city safe again from devils. With other characters like Power, Aki, Kobeni, 
uh, some dead ones now. Uh, and that's pretty much it. It's just shenanigans <laughs> ensuing with chainsaws. I don't think shenanigans ensue <laughs> applies to this. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, overall, it's a, a fucking amazing show. The story's extremely creative and really well pans out so far. It's not too quick. It's not too slow. MAPPA is animating it, so it is phenomenally animated. The songs are a bop. O-P-E-D-O-S-T's, everything is really like solid for this show. And I think for the hype it had, it's holding up very well. I agree. I, I would agree. I agree, concur. It was hyped to the moon, and it still hasn't come back. We're, we're going all the way. Um, Which is impressive for a show of this caliber to be hyped to the moon and, and not, fall. not flop. It is, yeah. Every other show that's hyped this hard, mm-hmm. as hard as Chainsaw Man was, flops so fucking they, hard. It's yeah, they falling. usually do, and that, that always sucks. That's what I was worried about when I was making my video on shows that were coming out for this season. That's one thing I mentioned, is that since the show is so hyped, it really raises the bar for something like this. And if it doesn't hold up, it falls hard, mm-hmm. very hard. Even if it was a pretty good show, the hype could totally kill at something. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see this show's really holding up, though. It's It's satisfying. So, Alex, what would you rate Chainsaw Man? I give Chainsaw Man a 9 out of 10. Give it a 9 out of 10. I give it a 9 as well. And for the second highest rated show of the season, remember that, folks. A show about a guy who turns into a chainsaw demon devil man is the second highest rated show. Also keep in mind that the hype went to the moon and it's still going. And people love this show massively. And it was talked about since it was announced last year. It has an 8.81 on my anime list. That's a very high, solid. That is really solid. It's a very good score for a show Mm -hmm. of this caliber. And it's the second highest rated show of the season. Stick around to find the fucking first. (laughs) Because you're not going to fucking believe us. It's insane. All right, so next we have Reincarnated as a Sword. Uh, Those of you at home do not actually know this. When I first got into anime, I have a friend. His name's Joe. Joe was the guy that really talked me into getting into anime and everything. And he said, there's this really dumbass isekai called Reincarnated as a Sword, and it's really fucking stupid. The guy's just born as a sword. I said, if it ever gets an anime, I will be the first person to watch that, and I will hype it up to the max no matter what. And then they announced the anime, <laughs> and my jaw dropped, and I was the happiest man alive. And it did not disappoint in the slightest. No. Reincarnated Story is about unnamed protagonist number 445 gets killed somehow, and he is reincarnated as a sword. Surprise, the name of the show tells you all. Uh, in this world, he's born, kind of born, made, crafted. He's just there. He's I don't just know. He there. appears. Basically like a sword and a stone. And he finds out that like he has all these abilities and shit because he's, what do they call it, a mystic weapon? A uh, mythical weapon? I just go with mythical because that's kind of what we'll just go with that. It's got a different name, but the name's not like a big point. He's just a special, an intelligence weapon, Mm -hmm. intelligent weapon. Yeah, yeah. So he's a weapon that has a consciousness, and he finds that he has like all these skills that he can start putting points into. So at some point, he starts being able to fly, and he goes around, starts killing monsters, getting XP, leveling himself up, blah blah blah, generic isekai, whatever level system. Until one day, he flies into a like a bog, and it takes all of his magical energy away and he can't fly anymore he's stuck there and he's stuck there for like two months or something like that pretty decent amount show. of time 
until this slave owner comes through with our main girl, Fran. Now, Fran is this epic black cat girl, and her goal in life is to evolve because her people have never evolved in all the time that they've been around on the planet. (laughs) And so shenanigans ensue with that. Something happens. A monster attacks the cart that they're all being carried with, and she picks up our main boy, Sword Guy, and kills the monster, and he's like, I'm your weapon now. And she's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> and so she decides to give him a name. His name is Teacher. He's Shisho. 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 And they go on an adventure of trying to make Fran evolve. Who becomes OP as fuck. Yeah, because he can share all of his skills with her. So she basically has all the skills that he grinded on his own. But she yeah, deserves it. Whatever. It's isekai stuff, you yeah. know. She deserves it. She's Fran. As I said at the start, this show did not disappoint in the slightest. Honestly, it's one of my favorite isekais. It's up there, dude. I I would agree. It's easily in my top three isekais with, like, Slime and Overlord. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it did a lot. For being so goofy, like reincarnated as a sword, it 100% delivered. 100%. And it still had... No, I don't even want to say it still had that dumbass factor thing because it was fucking good yeah there was nothing really too like weirdly other than the main premise of it being goofy itself everything else in between was pretty pretty rock solid and for a show that kind of you know people would see this show and kind of overpass it be like oh that's just another stupidest guy and it's a shame that that probably happened but like there are you are missing out on a really great show and with a solid ass story so far like, it's it, pretty solid. I give it my certified sleeper of the season. It's the Luke badge of honor. Um, I can't because something coming up is already taking that certified sleeper of the season badge. But I think you're justified in giving this the certified sleeper because nobody was talking about this. And I still don't really see many people talking about this unless I'm just looking not in the right areas. The only thing I've seen is that they announced season two and there's some collab with Slime Isekai. That's yeah, I, I saw know. that too. And that is that is a shame because this show was really good. Fran was adorable. Fran, Fran was amazing. Fran was she, based. Oh my God. Every face that she made, I was just like... They're I, so funny. She fucking loves I want to protect Fran I know. with my fucking life. Our sword was not annoying. No, I, was I liked based. the sword. He, my biggest issue with some Isekais is that the protagonist, even... Like harem shows too, the protagonist has a tendency to fucking suck, and this those are people. This is a sword, and the sword was really cool, <laughs> so that's saying something. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I have to, I'm literally at a loss as to what you are going to put as your certified sleeper of the season, but that's mine personally. I can't. I, I respect it. It's when it, when it gets opinion. to it, you'll tell me. I'll be like, yeah. I can agree with that. And that's your certified sleeper uh-huh. of the season. This is mine. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this show, honestly, eight and a half. I'm going to agree. I I'm fell in agree. love with every single part of this show. Yeah. And I'm going to agree. There's a yeah. part that I I'll, I'll give it an eight and a half. I, I feel like, obviously, it's a bit biased, <clears throat> but I fell in love with the show with mm-hmm. everything that went on. Uh, 7.58 for my anime list. Solid for like an isekai for that type an of show an extremely solid score for yeah. a majority for a, for a majority of people there you go 
Just let that one out. What uh, what was up next? Thorpe, give us more than a married couple, but not lovers. More than a married couple, but not lovers. This show confused me at first. Because just like on the name, and I read the description, and I had no idea what the fuck to expect. But so these people are in school, uh, Judo and his classmates. They have this practical. And basically what the practical is, is you match up with someone else in the class and you have to live with them as a married couple and you get points and it's basically just practicing to get married i guess and once you get a high enough score you can switch whoever your spouse is at the time so judo is in love with his childhood friend and she's in love with him but there was a, a kooky moment when they were younger where they fucked up bad Jiro was gonna tell her she said something so we didn't tell her she was too afraid to tell him so they kind of went their separate ways for a while now, the girl Jiro is paired up with uh, Akari. Akari is in love with this other guy. And that guy <clears throat> is paired with the girl Jiro loves. So we have this big love square going on. Goofy love goofy square. Goofy love Not square. Not even like a normal love square. It is goofy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And so Jiro and Akari are like, hey, uh, the people we like are paired together. Let's work together to try and help each other out a little bit. You get me with him. I'll get her with you. Pretty cool. So eventually, um, I don't want to say too much without really spoiling anything. I don't know how much further I should go. That's that's the plot of the show. Yeah, they, I think you have the plot done. Yeah, yeah. Draw that's, the that's, cut they need right to work there. together to accomplish their goals. Yes, but like finding another partner. As always, shenanigans ensue. Before I, I'm not going to say anything here. But did you guys watch? You guys both watched the last episode, right? Not yet. I not did. yet. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the very end with the big drop at the very end after the credits on the board? Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, holy fuck. That's what. That's why I texted him. Like, I'm pretty sure this is going to get a season two. I hope so, man. I hope so too. What um, biggest thing for me? Let me check that about this show. Um, the characters were awesome. I really liked them. Jiro was not an annoying dumbass. I mean, he was very obviously oblivious to a lot of things but that's just typical with these kind of shows akari was awesome uh her friends were actually super based they were, they were cool. very like supportive and cool people they weren't dickheads to anybody uh the other girl god i'm having a name blanking i, know, I always forget her right name. here uh, but you have an s didn't it i think it did i don't know I anyway other girl was awesome her friend was awesome all of the characters were just really cool. Even Jiro's friend. Yeah, he was like I liked all of the characters mm-hmm. a lot. But one of the biggest things for me that I noticed in the show was uh the art style was really cool. There's this cell shading kind of that goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. And if you guys noticed a lot Shiori. of the time Shiori, Shiori Shiori is the other main girl. A lot of the times the line art for the shows or the characters were purple. It was not black. Yeah. And yeah. it really gave it this awesome look like dreamy feeling yes and like the sky looked amazing mm-hmm. the whole show is kind of like almost watercolored it's it was yeah, it's it very was really bright. cool and very soft yeah the art part. style was uh, um very unique very Honestly, unique when it was like first announced and we because we go on and we look at all the shows that are coming out and we're like this is what we want to watch that show stuck out to me so fucking hard because of how different it looked from everything else on just the, page. the artwork alone man. just alone you look at that art you're like holy shit this is like a standout show I'm, I'm, like I'm always a sucker for these types of shows. I just always am. But like this one in particular is a, it just rises above a lot of the other ones that have been out there. Same. 
I don't know if it's a combination of the story being a little different than usual, but it, it in a way it's still that like generic like oh of course there's that weird project in anime that has to happen where you have to live alone with someone from your class, or if it's all the characters being really cool, especially our main MC. I really really like him. He's not overbearing. He's not too oblivious and stupid. He. Every time he gets kind of flustered and upset, I'd be like, you know what? That's actually reasonable. Like, oh, I brushed a girl's hand. It's not like, <laughs> oh, shit, you know? Like, the scene in, um, uh, there was two episodes ago where they're in the shack. And I was like, you know, that's actually reasonable. I'd like, probably I, pass out because I'd be sweating my ass off. Right. Like, I'm like, that's actually very reasonable, especially for someone like his age, you know? Like, I was like, that's actually super reasonable. Like, it's it's more realistic when it comes to the sense of the characters, but when it comes to the plot, it's like, yeah, it's your just generic anime thing. But, like, it, it's overall, it rises above when it comes to the characters. And I think that's kind of what takes it a little more above everything that's else. That's definitely a huge selling point for this. Yeah. Show. I think I said, like, when it first started, I was like, this is, like, the Horimiya that I needed. The next Horimiya. Yeah, yeah it's been it. a while since we've got something, like, of mm -hmm. that level. And, and I think that if it was more known to everyone, because it's, it's not the most popular show no. that's aired in a while. And that's very apparent. I see, like, almost nobody talk about the show. And the people that do talk about it talk very highly of it. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. If this show had more recognition, it'd be in the competition against My Dress Up Darling. 100%. I I don't know what your guys' opinions are. I think that that I think that this could compete with My Dress Up Darling easily. I think in certain ways, yes, in certain ways no, but I, I don't think that's out of the the ballpark to say. For well, me, yeah, in certain ways yes, in certain ways no. That's how a competition Yeah. For, <laughs> that's how like, it would work as a competitor. For me though, this was my sleeper of the of the season for this me was your personally. grade a certified sleeper of the season yeah it was I'll give it to you. i did not expect to be so enthralled by this show like when sunday rolls around this is all i look forward to and I, gundam, I, and gundam yeah. but like i look forward more to I this than gundam this this, than gundam. this was probably my favorite sunday show yeah like i i'm really really enjoying it it's just it's super like relatable you know what i mean in some ways in, so, in yeah. some ways yeah of course but like i think it's it's in the sense of like Jiro not having his emotions completely in line, like he's in love with his childhood friend, mm -hmm. but then when he meets Akari, he's like, okay, like she's really cool. I, yeah, I, I like her a lot too. And it's like I I was thinking about that a lot. I'm like, you know, looking at it from just a very gen general perspective, it was like, dude, why would you not choose Akari like in every single way? But it's like when you think about his crush for how many years when he spends more time with her he's like oh wait i really do like her but when he's with a car he's like wait she's really cool Well, that was the same thing with us before we even started this we were talking about like who best girl on the show was and i've been having a very hard time choosing because when one gets airtime i'm like that's the one and then when the other one gets airtime i'm like you know mm -hmm. she is pretty awesome too so i was this back and forth it's the nisekoi paradox it is, it is the, the nisekoi paradox, paradox. It's almost exactly because the one was Odenero was his childhood friend. And yeah, yeah. Odenero was and it, there. It's only certain shows do that. It's not like everything that I watch is like, well, it's I only like them because they're getting airtime. In Quintessential, I knew Best Girl right off rip. Yeah, it, yeah, that's, like I had a to favorite. me was very apparent. Yeah, and um, what's another harem type beat or something? I always blank when it comes to it. Thinking of it, 
high school DXD. High school, even for that, like, yeah, like, Rios is number one. Yeah, for me, like, I you just know Rios is number one. I like, and I, yeah, I like having the swaying opinions. It shows yeah. good character development to mm -hmm. me. It shows that you have more than one good character. Yeah, yeah, it shows the, the writing is very good and solid. That's not to say that these other shows don't have more than one, don't have more than one good character, but it's hard to have two extremely well-written characters that get enough screen time mm -hmm. each to compete against each other for people to like. Yeah. So, so this one's solid. It, it does a lot I of really, things I really, really well. do like this show. This is like a solid 8.5 for me. I give it an 8.5. Really I give it an 8.5 as well. It actually has a 7.7. .7. It's rated high. <laughs> it it's is rated high. not enough people know about it. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. If we if we get even one person out there to watch this show, I will consider that the biggest dub that we've ever yeah. had. Yeah. What's next? Up next is Uzaki. Uzaki. So Uzaki, that's mine, right? Yeah, that's season two. Season two of Uzaki-chan just wants to hang out. Kind of a culmination of the first. If you watch the first, pretty much this big-titted, short-haired short girl <laughs> in college has a crush on her senpai. He has a crush on her but doesn't realize it because he's kind of stupid. And it's just kind of like rom-com stuff going on nothing really spectacular about the show to be honest a lot of people don't like uzaki because she's a little annoying in season one she was a bit overbearing um but i still enjoyed season one in season two it's the same thing pretty much but there's a little more romantic level upping leveling up more, development more development going on we meet uzaki's family her dad's a based pog champ her little sister's a based pog champ Kind of a groomer. <laughs> <laughs> she can't be a groomer. She's young. Yeah, it doesn't matter. She's kind of a terrorist. <laughs> what? She is, dude. What she's a trying. She's, yeah, she's stirring the she's pot. She's very much stirring the pot. That doesn't make her a terrorist. Yeah, huh? A romantic terrorist. All right, that's fine. Yeah, she's you a romantic her a terrorist. terrorist. <laughs> like she's gonna start destroying airports and like threatening the government. In Minecraft, of course. In Minecraft, and yeah. this is a joke. In but Minecraft. it's kind of the same thing going on with season one, so just more development. Um. I don't super look forward to watching it, honestly. Like, there's other shows for Saturday that come out that I'm like, yeah, you get the pass, Uzaki. Like, if I'm if I have a limited time, I'm watching the other ones first. But it's 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 decent. I think it's, it's better watchable. than the first season. It's better than the first, but it's not like substantial. It's not like oh, this changes the game. Yeah, I like it better than the first. I still don't care for the show overall. Overall, yeah. I'm kind of with you. I don't think I would recommend the show to fucking anybody. I'm like, there's other shows of this nature that I would recommend way more yes yeah, yeah exactly. doing doing two rom-coms back to back more than a married couple is like out there yeah uzaki's got nothing on it and no. uzaki's just like the most generic of the generic it is it's get. extremely generic it's like cookie cutter boom ding dong boom another ding dong yeah they like each other but they're both ding dongs yeah so i give this a uh, i give it a 6.5 i'll go with a 6.5 i feel like six isn't enough because i did like like you said, if there was limited time and I would I would skip over Zaki, but in the midst of watching it, I was like, oh, you know, it's not like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's fun to watch when you're I would have to it. get into it first. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a 6.5 as well. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm going to give it a 6.5 before any of you said anything. Mm -hmm. And then Torp's like, 6.5. I'm like, we're just going to copy each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you hear a score. Hey, I'm not, we're not copying. I yeah. thought about it before at least. Yeah, it's solid at what it does. It has a 7.27. <clears throat> a little high Whatever. i think but oh i'm so nervous because i have to do the next show 
Bochi the Rock. Woo! Uh, before you start, this is my certified grade A sleeper of the season. You are the fucking. You are a fucking idiot. There's no, no one not talking about this show. Because when it first started, yeah, that's no good. one I was see talking where about that's it. That's fine. That's why it's the sleeper. It it gained popularity as it went on. I would call it the underdog. More than a sleeper. All right, underdog. Because it started off with no backing, Nothing and then it came into its own. <laughs> and it oh, swept it the fuck uh, Before you start, can we just check that PC real quick? Yeah. Yeah. It swept the floor. All right, so... Fuck, I'm so <clears throat> nervous. Like, I don't want to fuck up this Dude, show. This, you can't fuck it up. So, Bochi the Rock is about our main girl, Bochi, a.k.a. Goto-san. And she grows up with no friends. She has a very hard time making friends. I mean, really hard time making friends. She's bad at it. I cannot emphasize enough how bad she is at making friends. I just want to throw in this point real quick. Think of Hitori Bochi, but worse. So... She goes home one day, and she's watching TV with her dad. Her dad's a real cool guy. He used to be in a band. They're watching some show, and it's about some rock star and his band. And he's like, yeah, I just always had a hard time talking to people, and then I just started playing music and, like, made friends through that. And she's like, genius idea. I'll learn how to play guitar and make friends. So she she asks her dad if she can borrow his guitar. He's like, yeah, sure. She borrows a bunch of sheet music and shit and teaches herself guitar. Three years later, she hasn't talked to a single fucking person and learned how to play guitar in her closet instead. So it's time for her to go to high school, right? She's in high school? Yeah. And so when she goes to high school, she's like, all right, I'm going to go to high school in a completely different city so no one knows who I am. And I'm going to make friends. I'm going to talk to people. It's going to be awesome. We're going to like get along and everything. She goes to school and doesn't talk to a single fucking person again. And she realizes how hard it is for her to talk to people. So then she starts bringing her guitar to school, and she thinks that people are going to talk to her. They don't. No one cares if you bring your guitar to school, I guess. And so after so long, she's just, like, getting more and more defeated about making friends until one day she bumps into these two girls. Uh, Rio, 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 and, and uh, Rio I always forget the blonde hair. Hold on. Uh, this is important. I think we need names for this. This is important. Yeah. I'm actually <laughs> I'm, I'm fixing I my... I love Rio, though. She's awesome. She is epic. She is epic. Come on, please. Uh, Nijika. So you have our main, our two other main girls, Ryo and Nijika, and they're looking for another guitarist because their lead singer completely dipped out and they were supposed to be the other guitarist for him. And they're in a real bind and Bochi's like, I'll help you. And then she realizes that she shouldn't have said that because she can't talk to people and she's really bad at it and she can't do anything in front of people because she has ex- extreme social anxiety. And so some shenanigans ensue here and there. And it turns out that the girl that they were looking for goes to Bochi's school named uh, Kita-san. And she backed out without saying anything because she doesn't know how to play guitar. So Bochi teaches how to play guitar, blah, blah. They make a band, you know. Shenanigans are ensuing everywhere. I mean, they're just spurting all over the Kisoku place. Kisoku Band is formed. Yeah. New animation styles get introduced. It gets crazy. Oh, don't even give me... And that's all I'm going to say about the story because that's all you really need to know about it. The rest of the story kind of writes itself as you watch. You know what I mean if you watch it. 
and overall it is a fantastic show there's no no qualms i have <laughs> absolutely with this show. none like thorpe just said art styles change a lot i think it was two episodes ago at one point bochi was a t-posing 3d model going through 3d space <laughs> there's a one scene where they go out into the woods in real life yeah. and pick up a bochi rock or a bochi plushie off the ground mm-hmm. and i'm watching i'm like they went outside with a bochi plushie that they made put it in the woods and then ran out into the woods to grab it they did the whole thing with when she was godzilla (laughs) she was godzilla at one point uh i like when they had to redraw her face yeah (laughs) in the the show they canonically redraw her face (laughs) the things they do to express her social anxiety is ridiculous because it shows just how ridiculous her social anxiety actually is like when we say she can't talk to people, she cannot fucking talk to people. She blows up. Her she, art style changes. Yeah, she literally explodes. Bad. She turns to dust mm-hmm. if you lift her bangs. Yeah, because she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's too cute. And anyone that inhales the dust becomes depressed. <laughs> I mean, this show did everything right. Everything and then some. I think this is easily one of the funniest shows I've ever watched. It's It's up there with like... Asobiaso Basse. Sleepy Princess. Sleepy Princess. Uh-huh. Like it's going down in history as one of the funniest shows. And it's I also agree. going down in history as the show that upstaged fucking Chainsaw Man about so, a girl with social anxiety. So, putting it out there, we are, I'm, we're all giving it a 10. I don't care what yeah, you guys it's say. A it's a 10, it's a 10 from 10 all of us. This show does everything perfect. Chainsaw Man had an 8.81, guys. Do you remember that from earlier when I said, hold on to this little nook of information? Bochi is the number 12 ranked anime on all of my anime lists with a 9.02. That's fucking crazy for K-On! Extended Edition Part 2 yeah. with colorful hair girls and social anxiety. The number 12 anime on the whole entire website is about a girl who can't talk to people playing the guitar. <laughs> and the craziest fucking shit, that's why I was going to do it my sleeper, but instead I'm going to call it the underdog is nobody knew about this fucking show before it started airing. While it was airing, it this was like a fucking Saturn V rocket. It started here and then just launched up, uh-huh. and it just mm-hmm. fucking went. Like, it was not expected. No one was talking about this show before it came. Everyone and their fucking mom was like, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man, which for good reason, but like... I wasn't even expecting too much from this show. I'm like, oh, that looks cool, like a, another like band rock band show. I know. I was I was like, okay, that looks Goober fun. Slice of life. Yeah, like we were all into. But dear God, did everyone's expectations just get kicked to the fucking moon and back? From the same studio that brought you a Kebby sailor uniform, you get <laughs> the most dingus fucking show on the planet. You know that studio is on point with their fucking animation. They're their ridiculous. Animation. They nail it. Yeah. Cloverworks kills it. Kebby was amazing. It. This show just even better. They also did uh, Horimiya. Horimiya in, in itself great. was really cool. I mean, like, they just do it well. They just, most of their shows end like dog shit if it doesn't, if it's not a slice of life. Mm-hmm. Just, guys, if you're not, you need to do yourself the favor and watch Bochi the Rock. Like, I can't recommend it enough out of any anime i have ever recommended you need to watch bochi the rock they also name drop bochi the rock in the fucking show <laughs> they do yeah they yeah. did i remember by the, the vending machine 
pack up. The show's over. Yeah, <laughs> they said done. the thing. Ooh, all right, Thorpe. Well, going from the best show of the season, how about you give us love flops? Jesus Christ, the best <laughs> to the worst, just like that. Um, how do I describe love flops? If her flag breaks. Yeah, so if... Uh, if you've listened to the podcast and you have heard us talk about if her flag breaks, you will know that that is amongst the group the worst show we have ever seen. It's the most no- no- notorious, yeah, bad show. That yes, we've talked like about. people know this show sucks, and that's essentially kind of what Love Flops is: is a if her flag breaks part two with a little more technological advancement. So basically, our main guy is just waking up and going to school. And he's running into these girls in these scenarios. He's like, oh, what a weird fucking day. And uh, it turns out they're all in love with him. Whatever. It's a, you know, you're, you're I'm going to spoil off. the show. I'm going to spoil it because I don't want you to watch it. Hold on. It's b- bad. B- before you go there, you get to that point, you're like, well, that's a bit goofy for a show, but whatever, you know, slice of life, rom-com, whatever, harem, shitty harem, whatever. That's normal. Keep going now. All right. So as we progress through this show, um, it just starts to get a little weird. Like things were normal, and then we got to one episode in particular where there was a magical girl, and we had a fucking, uh, like, the fake taxi porn car. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is getting really weird. With the condom fairy. Yeah, the condom, the gomu fairy. Um. And that was weird. That was the first indication that things were going south. The next episode, they go on a beach vacation. And as they're walking back, the sun is setting. Um, four of the girls just disappear. They're gone. And homeboy's like, that's weird. I'm going to go back to the house. And uh, the fifth girl, Aoi, somehow, it, she's a yandere now. So she's off, off her rocker. He goes into this giant uh, soccer tree. And pixels engulf the area, and he wakes up, and everyone's gone. All the girls that he met, uh, they're gone. He goes to class. People are like, hey, who the fuck are you? Turns out he hasn't been going to class. So what had happened was he was in a fucking simulation. Everything he was just going through was fake. Uh, The girls were AIs. He had signed up for this test trial run of something because he was depressed. And he was the winner, I guess. Because so his childhood in. friend died. Yeah, his childhood friend died. So he comes out, and the lady running the experiment's like, yeah, this is basically what happened. They're all fake. And then the AIs attack the system at work. Like, all the satellites, people are losing their minds. Everything is shutting down. So he goes back into the fucking uh, Animus. I'm going to call it the Animus, because we're going into Assassin's Creed now. Yeah, he goes back in to fight the one AI enemy girl. That is his childhood that friend. That is his childhood friend incarnate as an AI. And the other AI girls appear and they all help him. And it's it's a fucking shit show. It <laughs> sucks. It is an original anime and it is bad. It is very bad. And we still have one episode left. Unfortunately, I have to finish it. How are they going to end it, dude? Is it safe to say that this show flopped? Get out. <laughs> it's not funny because I watched me and Luke sat through 12 episodes of this bullshit and the best part is it started late it did yeah didn't it so we still have one more episode Yeah. the only good thing about this show the one good thing 
is the voice actor for the rabbit alarm clock is Nanachi. Yeah, that's it. Nanachi. That's all I care we about. Like I'm like, Nanachi. hey, it's Nanachi. Who's also Pochita. Who is also we we Pochita. like that voice actor. Um, yeah, the show's dog shit. I give it like a fucking three. The girl. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are hot. The show is bad. I'm giving it a four. The girls are hot. The show is not. It has a six point four nine. What? Holy shit! What does if her flag breaks have? I think I think it's a, like a six. I th- I think a six. Oh man, this was just an absolute train wreck to get through every week. Thursdays I was like, that sucks. I'm no, glad this I was didn't on, pick this it was up. Wednesdays. Wednesdays I was like, oh, I'm glad six point three eight. Six point three eight. It barely is beating. If so it's flag essentially breaks. on par with the worst show you've ever seen. And it wasn't until like last week that I said this is it for Flag Breaks Part Two. Yeah, you did. And you said shut up. <laughs> and and I the best said, part about if for Flag Breaks is you didn't get if for Flag Breaks until like eight or nine episodes in. Yeah. Yeah. This show you didn't get love flopped until about <laughs> eight or nine episodes in, and then you got flopped hard. Oh, it's really following the track of bullshit. Don't watch it. All right, what's next? Alex, tell us about Ark Knights. Oh, God damn it. Fuck, man. We're continuing the trend of bullshit. I really hope fucking Raven. Uh, Ar- Knights is based off like of a mobile game. Yes. yes. Knights is based off a mobile game. Uh, if you have any indication of making shows off mobile games, they don't tend to do great. Princess Connect. Okay, that's the only one. Literally the only one I can think of. Ozerlane, the first season, did mid. It was meh. And that's coming from Ozerlane like buffs. Uh, Arknights is pretty much about this virus that's infecting people and this clan or group rises up to get revenge on people who treated people with this virus disease poorly. So they're like, we need to kill these people because they treat us like crap. And then there's this other group with Bunny Girl. She's leading the charge and she's like, Amia. And she's like, no, we need to stop them and just kind of not make them kill her. Keep going. Yeah, Kill or hurt people. Sorry, we had some things going on there. And what the fuck is the ending supposed to be? Does anyone know? We're getting a season two, Alex. Okay, so that's it's great. Fine. We, you don't need to know about the ending now. I don't it know. Leads on. There's it, like it leads on. Normal people, and then there's girls with bunny ears and bear ears. And they're hot. And they have powers. And they're hot. And then and they're hot. I don't know exactly what's going on with the show. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the final goal is. Are they trying to get somewhere? I I don't know why Misha is so important. I don't know either. Because they just fucking met her. And suddenly she her is this hot commodity. Her dad was the leader of uh, the people who were at the forefront of studying the virus. Is he dead? Does she know anything? He must be dead. Yes, but they think she knows stuff. And so they're trying to capture a child. So it has nothing to do with like anything other than the people that are running it are fucking stupid. Yeah, I okay. mean, it's not that good. It's kind of, I didn't look forward. I looked forward to watching it. I was like, this is going to be fun. I, I was very let down and I, I'm disappointed with the show overall. Painfully mid. Uh, very it, painfully the, mid. The oh man, it just sucks because like visually the show looked phenomenal. It looks awesome, but that's all Yostar. That, Yostar yeah. makes everything look really fucking. But man, good. they really dropped the ball with this one. I mean, shit. I open up Ozerlin, I'm like, holy fuck, this cinematic just like, for the fucking. Compa- I mean, the animation insane. for the skins in Ozerlin right now are fucking. Insane. Not even that. Like, just taking like the Ozerlin show into example, like the yeah. Ozerlin show and Slow Ahead. Like Slow Ahead looked cutesy and fun. 
Azerlane looked like a typical anime. Arknights looked very good. It did. It, it did. Looked visually very stunning. Shading was fucking amazing the, in that show. Like the um the they, cinematic black bars. Yeah, they really had added most a of lot. It. But it was crazy. I was like, all right, it's gonna like why not? And it never did. I'm like, yeah. this is insane to watch. I know. It's just it dropped the ball. Visually it was appealing, but like everything else, it was just a very big letdown. I don't recommend Arc Knights. Terribly mid. Terribly yeah, mid. Terribly Play mid. the game, don't watch the show. Give us some points. Man, this was like a five or a four. I really did not look forward to watching it. It was just like, fuck, I have to watch Arknights because I started it. I'm going to give it a six. I'm I giving I it think... a seven. I cannot give a show that low after I just said, wow, this gets a four from me for fucking being if her flag breaks, too. Yeah, but like at least with that show, like there was, okay, don't hit me or anything, but like there's some sort of plot. Like with this, I don't feel like, I feel like they're just, it's just walking simulator. And little brother dies. You know, that's it. I don't, I literally don't know what the fuck is going on. This show was like a staircase. Like, you start from the top and you progressively got worse. Whereas something like If a Flag Breaks was uh, a hallway that just had a drop. Yeah. And that's a consistent downward spiral. I'm just like, oh man, like every week it was just worse and worse. I kind of followed the plot of Ark Knights a bit. I'm putting it on myself. I stopped paying attention because I stopped. I did caring. too. I did as well. But like, I'm not I just say it didn't have plot because that's just a blatant lie. It did have a plot, and there was things to follow. And I did point out that like there was a reason they were going after Misha and all that mm-hmm. shit. They did state all that. I just didn't care. <laughs> and it's it's, I think it makes it worse because it seems like they dropped you in the middle of it. You know, like everything's already fucked up. And like, yeah, they kind of describe what's going on and everything. But I just feel like you got placed in the center of something and you have to figure out what's going on through the context of the conversations. I'm lowering to 6.5, actually. That's going to be my final score. I'm going 5. I'm going 5. 5, 6, 6.5. It has a 7.29. That's really generous. Well, I mean, if you take into consideration, just it looks good. It looks great. It does look good. Put yourself in the average my anime list. <laughs> show, look, show look Raider. good. Give Raider. Show look good. Me like show. <laughs> <laughs> Although Doberman was best girl. Doberman was best girl, yeah. Doberman Even though was she was hot. only in four fucking episodes. Yeah, Doberman was best. Uh, the angel girl was hot too. Yeah. Excelsior. Excelsior. Yeah. She, she also had a base personality. She was hot. Doberman. She was hot. I'm just going to keep saying <laughs> yeah, like, they're hot. Yeah, they're hot. So up next is Akiba Made War. Why did you have to get this show? <laughs> do you want it? I'll trade you. Yeah, I'll I talk. want it. Yeah, go ahead. I'll do do it yourself then. All right. So oh, man. Well, you do one, then go back to him. Okay, well, do, yeah, do, do do it yourself. Yeah. All right, then blow yourself, dude. I guess I'm doing do <laughs> I'll it do yourself. it myself. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Yay. Do it yourself about our main girl, Yua uh, Serufu. <laughs> and she, uh, she's accident prone, mega style. And so she's on her way to school. She's ding-donging around and she falls and hurts herself and that's just par for the course for her she gets to school and uh this really cool girl's walking by and everyone's like she's really scary she beats people in the head with hammers and shit and so she goes out to where the senpai is and she's like hey what's crack a lacking and she's like this is the do-it-yourself club we build things and she's like based i want to join <laughs> so- hand me the drill and the first thing she builds is a bookshelf where she fucks up the screw for it. But that's besides the point. 
And so as the show goes on, more characters get introduced. There's a foreign exchange student who's extremely smart but Jobuko. can't read. Her, she goes by Jobko. She can't read Japanese, so she can she goes to the wrong school. There's a shy girl that reads a lot of uh, mo- romance manga. That, like, like uh, Sunflower Girls? Yeah, Sunflower, yeah, Sunflower Girls. girls she, uh, she's really artsy. And then there's uh, Yua's childhood friend, Pudding. <laughs> she's very sundere and then there's a cat girl from like india that likes to do it herself but she <laughs> but her parents didn't like that or something i don't remember what her full story was uh, i also don't remember she's but she, she's in but the she's show. rich and she's in the show yeah. and uh the end goal is for them to build a secret base that is a treehouse and that's the show <laughs> And man, what a treat this show was! Yeah. Show high was key, a treat. Key. The the art looked really good. It reminded me of Flip Flappers a lot. Wasn't yeah. it done by the same studio? Uh, I think so, actually. It was a, a very rough looking art style, mm-hmm. and it, man, it it fit the show very well. It looked awesome, and I really enjoy those rough looking shows. Mm-hmm. No, it's by Studio Pine Jam. Oh, fuck. Nice. Did they? They did Gleipnir. Gleipnir. Very different shows, and Kageki Shoujo. It looks a lot like Kageki Shoujo, color-wise. Gamers. Doesn't look like gamers. So the studio has a wide variety of what they can do. A wacky variety of wide... They're good at what they do, though, it seems, because all those shows are pretty fucking solid. So I'm glad I got to describe this show, because I like this show. I loved this show. Loved this show. Holy crap. It was fun. Akiba made war. I'll get to that when we get there. I have my gripes. But... This show was a treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a huge treat. Pudding, good job. Pudding, good job. She spoke. I a did. Lot uh, I almost. I was on the verge of tears in that last episode. Not gonna lie. It made me so I fucking was, I was sad. sad. <laughs> when I texted you guys, I wasn't <laughs> lying. It made me really sad. Yeah. I was like, oh man. I didn't think this would be the show to kind of make me like, you I know, was, break my tough guy aura. I was ready to cry. I was, I was, my eyes were getting very watery. It was like the K-On effect where it's like, it's not, I cried. it's not supposed to be sad, but, but fuck me God, it is. fuck yeah. am I going to cry at this bullshit? Yeah. All because our, I'm not going to say it, that's yeah. a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I give this show a, a solid, a solid 8.5. I'm going to go with a solid, I'm only going with a solid 8 because I don't think it's one everybody would really like. You have to be kind of a specific person to like it, but I, I'm gonna go with eight. I think I still think that's a very solid score. I'm gonna meet in the middle to be different. Eight point two five. Eight point two five. It actually ended with a seven point five three. Damn, respectable. Score. Respectable that's a for what it is. Yeah, I think a little higher of a seven would have been fairer. I give mad respect. Yeah. Uh, before we go on, can we check the PC real quick? I just have this anxiety. Good job, Putin. Good job, Putin. 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 We're good. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. I have to be the one to feed Thorpe's anxiety. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't in sleep mode, I wouldn't have anxiety. But I'm also checking this constantly as well. Oh, the other thing with do it yourself is the art style is like sketch. It yeah. is not. Yeah. It is not drawn like at all. It is like if someone took their sketch pad out, decided to sketch up a character, and they just animated that. And it was it was great. It was fantastic. Thorpe, give us Akiba Made War. Akiba Made War. Uh, definitely not what I was expecting when I started this show. Uh, what I was expecting was uh, some mild turf war. What I got was Grand Theft Made. <laughs> so basically, uh, the show starts off, and we're in this raining alleyway in Akihabara, 
and this high class maid gets out of her car and gets assassinated. It turns out one of the girls who were there during the, the assassination was uh what the fuck was her name? Ronco. Oh. Ronco. And she is kind of uh, our secondary main character in, in this story. She is in jail. And it starts when she gets out of jail and she's going back to Akihabara to be a maid. And uh, this new girl also joins. What the fuck was her name? Nagami. Nagami. And Nagami is... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's like where you don't know what's going on. Blissfully ignorant? Yes, she's blissfully ignorant to the scene in Akihabara at the moment. So basically what's going on, Akihabara is... Um, a literal maid war like maids are dying they're getting murdered a lot of it's it's gang war pretty much it's yakuza maid she joins and she's like i just want to be a maid and they're like sorry here's a pistol go kill people pretty much and uh ronko has this ulterior motive which i'm not going to give because it'll spoil too much of the show so that's basically the plot we're following um don 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 dokodon don dokodon this the pig cafe Every cafe is themed after animals because their parent company is called Creature Land. Well, not all of them. Most of them. Well, until the merger. Until the merger, they're... Ah, oh, the merger. Well, no, before the merger, they're not all animals. After the merger, they are all animals. Okay. Anyway, there's a lot of animal-themed <laughs> main cafes, <laughs> and this just happens to be the pigsty. And uh, it follows the group of pigs in their endeavors to try and get on the up and up and kind of get out of this relentless killing that's happening in Akihabara. Pigs and, and a panda. Pigs and a panda. And everyone is against the pigs. Like, they are at the bottom of the food chain. Everyone treats them like shit. They have a, a terrible place. Pigs. Everyone fucking hates the pigs. And that's that's basically the show. Um, it was very funny, but it also had scenes where I was like, holy fuck. It was such, like, a 180 at certain parts. Like, for example, we were in Boston, and uh, me and Luke were watching an episode, and they have a baseball game, and there's dudes hired from South America on the pig team because they didn't have enough people, and then two people get stabbed and shot, and they pretend they're still alive, but they're turning blue. It, it's it's a nutty show. It is That's the best way to describe it is just nutty. Totally not what I would expected. The OP hit, like, something fierce. It was great. Um... That's what I have to say about it. I, I very much enjoyed this show. This was definitely probably my most looking forward to show on Thursdays. I only had two those days, but this was the one I was like, I want to watch Akiba Made War. Luke, what say you? I want to I hear these gripes. So I know that the point of the show is to be, you know, the 50-50. You have the comedy aspect and the other serious aspect. I didn't like that, <laughs> like, at all. I thought that the serious moments fell flat, but the jokes were still funny for the most part. Do so you think it was like more leaning towards comedy during the serious moments? You think it should have just been like more so one than the other? I do. I think that they tried to split it two fifty fifty, and that just made the show flat for me. It was a mess. Like by the end of the sh- by the end of certain episodes, I was like, that that episode was a fucking mess to watch. It was like just too much happening at once. There was too much stark differences. It didn't feel like it flowed. Like, in a way that the theme should flow. The, the episode itself could flow fine. It would go from start to finish. I'd be like, okay, I see how the progression worked. But the theme just gets lost in the middle for me. Like, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's not saying a spoiler. 
when a certain maid gets shot in a back alley in a back alley okay. at some point i was more pissed than anything else watching the show i wasn't sad really i was just more like what the fuck is this supposed to like the fuck am i supposed to do with this information and then there was like some weird character progression thing that they did later on but it was just too much in one episode because it goes from like funny ha-has here to a maid gets shot in a back alley and it's a big fucking scene yeah i can see that it was um i felt a little bit weird going from like laughing in this moment and then three minutes later to being like holy fuck it was a little weird but um to, for me at least it, it doesn't take away from it all that much because i just really really enjoyed the show it was it was very different it was very unique um the comedy was was funny it was a very funny show the characters in the maid cafe at the pigsty were all very unique. They all had their very different personalities. Like one was a one was a gal. Nagomi was like your standard kind of ditzy maid who didn't know what was going on, new to the clan. Ronko was this badass who got out of jail with this very monotone voice. And when she would do her like moe moe kyun, she'd go moe moe kyun. It was just very not fitting for a maid. The other one was a Russian boxer. And the first one was a cute girl with pigtails and a fang. And the manager, the manager was a breed of her own. And there was a panda bear <laughs> who just vibed in the corner a in a tire bear. swing and ate bamboo. It was a person in a panda suit, by the way. Oh, okay. That, that ate bamboo. Who, well, the panda didn't speak. It just was there. It, yeah. Uh, I, I liked the uniqueness of the show a lot. It was very different. It was it refreshing. That. I'll give the I'll give the show like what it's due, and I'll give it a fair score. But it definitely drops down pretty low on my list of shows I would recommend because it's just too much. What do you give it? I'm gonna give it a uh, a a seven point five, like a very good seven point five. I'm between six point five and seven, honestly. Go seven just like for the sake 6. of six point eight. All right, for the panda. <laughs> Like I said, I think the show flowed well. Everything worked, but the, just whatever the theme of the show is supposed to be, you just lost it. Just the juxtaposition of the two was too much. Yeah. It'd be like if we went out and I told a fart joke and then stabbed a man. It'd be like, you'd be like, what the fuck did you just do? That's the, <laughs> that's the equivalent of that show. That's the equivalent of some of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Is like a fart joke into a stab right to someone's stomach, and it's a main character they just stabbed. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? That's extreme. I'll, I'll, I, I can see where those it points come from. It somehow ended with a 7.71. 7. I'm, I'm okay with that. I totally I'm be honest, with I that. think it's too high, but that's just personal opinion. I can't believe you didn't watch this. I can't either. Like I'm very. Surprised. I plan to. I I plan to, and it's just like the weeks got 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 by me, and by the time I was like, I'm I don't know six how episodes you had this behind. This and Urusei Yatsura, like you didn't have. I watched Urusei Yatsura. Those yeah, but like the, that was just Thursday. Oh yeah. That would have been the only two shows on Thursday. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It just I, I think you should me. watch it. I want I, to. I very much enjoyed it. The comedy was was very good. I want it to. Like fun. it's everything that I I would like in a show, like Maids. You know. They were maids. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely and were maids. Gyaru. Yeah. And, the Gyaru. Like, and pandas. And Fang. And the Fang girl's based. And so like, 36 year old maid. I love Ronco. <laughs> I love Ronco. So it's like it's it's on it's on the radar, the but like, it just swept past me. That's a big point I want to make. I did really like the No, characters. I'm not I'm not gonna like argue with you and say you're wrong. Because um even to me, going from like funny haha to death to a significant character was like it's extreme yeah i was it's just a it's mess. very like, two different mediums you want something to have impact when it happens and to 
and then soften the blow. It'd be like me putting a Band-Aid on you, and then I'd, like, cut your hand. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm fluffing a wound that's not there yet, mm-hmm. and then I give it to you. All right, Alex, tell us about Raven of the Inner Palace, your favorite show of the season. Mm, how do I tell you about Raven of the Inner Palace when we don't even know about Raven of the Inner Palace? It's a show. It's a show. It is a show. So pretty much it takes place in... China. Ancient China. Ancient? I'd say yeah. I wouldn't call it ancient. It takes place in China. <laughs> <laughs> ancient China's like they're fucking hitting shit with rocks. They were like civilized. I don't know. But I mean... Long time ago. Long time ago, China. And there's this consort, and she go goes by the Raven consort. She has, like, special powers, and she just kind of helps people with tasks. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I don't know. Dude, I, I don't know either. Don't. Like, I'm letting you go crazy with this one, man. You try and read that description. It The description of the show is, like, four paragraphs. I'm not going to read the description. All I, I know, tell you not to. All I know is that the Raven Consort's cool. She has some cool friends, and they do things. And I didn't know what was going. on. No, not at all. Not I didn't a, know what was going bit. on. There was like plot-wise, I don't know. I I guess one of the main ladies assassinated some dude's mom, and maybe he's trying to get revenge on her. But it didn't seem that way. And he was asking the Raven Consort to help her, but there were these tasks like the bird feather and. <clears throat> I, I don't it know. It was a lot. I, it was a. It was, it was a lot. It had so much, so a lot of expectations on my end, and it hit the ball like a wrecking ball hitting a fucking brick wall. Like it, it just it flopped really hard. Like I was really expecting something cool because I love that era of just like ancient, way back Asian cultures. I think that's very interesting and fascinating. And they just kind of made this one super flop. Like the Ravens, a really cool character. And they didn't really do anything they with it. They had a cool show and made it a fucking mess. Yeah, yeah, they had a cool idea and then they didn't draw that idea out. I decided to pull up some of the bot comments I oh, found. On oh, show. yeah. And another thing. Um, there, it, For some reason, there's it, what appears to be a metric fuck ton of bot comments about this show when they're all incorrect. And it's like... So, I mean, we've all read Crunchyroll comments before in our lives. We know what people fucking talk in these comment sections, whether they like the show or not. Yeah, and they talk like real humans. Yeah. Merry Christmas Eve. This was a good show. I want season two. (laughs) Like, no one fucking says that in any of these comments. I've never seen one person say shit like that ever. Uh, what's a what's one of the, them? That, just go to the pictures you sent. There's like ah, six of them. That's true. Yeah, that was. It is very weird. It, it's I mean, odd. Like, did they pay? For, like, these literally feel like bots. 100. percent They seem like bots. We've been off the wall on things before, and we will be in the future. But this mm-hmm. was just impossible to follow. Yeah. Like the, I'm not even gonna say a redeeming factor. The only thing I mildly enjoyed about the show was the Raven Consort and her handmaid. That was it. And the chicken thing. Yeah. What a moving ending. The series will have a special event on April 9th, so I hope we'll get a season two announcement then. The one reply that's on there says, where did you see that? Um, spoiler alert. So if you do want to watch this show, um, just skip ahead a little bit. The ending was fucking dumb. She was flying through space. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't either. I have no idea. Uh, go on next time. I just wanted Frank to say that. Two. It was very weird. I want a season two. This was the hidden gem of this season. No, it wrong. wasn't. Definitely. No, it wasn't. Very wrong. Uh, out of the seasonal anime I've watched this season, this is the best one. 
No. Like, I'm not, we're not trying to just, like, pull your chain because us three didn't like the show. Like, the show generally was not good. There was no fucking plot to follow. There were two characters that were cool, and that's it. There was, was nothing else. Seven episodes ago, when they talked about what the Raven was and the fucking mm-hmm. Moon Knights or whatever the fuck they were supposed to be. The, the god of the sun and the god of the west west moon or whatever the fuck. And I explained that. The way I explained it is how they explained it in the show, and it made no fucking sense. I just it they was, had they confusion. had to get bots to pay for that or something. Like there's no fucking way people enjoyed this show. We've talked about the show several weeks in a row. Yeah. Because it makes no fucking sense. And like we all watched it, you know, we we all gave it a chance because it was something we were looking forward to. It's not like it was a stupid show. We were like, yo, let's just watch it because it's dumb. <laughs> it looked yeah. like the art looked awesome. It looked I, extremely I was, promising. I was really excited for but it. But it it failed to deliver in literally every single aspect it of the was show. Like there was no story. It, it felt like there was no story no. for over half of it. And then they just forced one in near the end. They just threw something in. I wouldn't. They just. Eh, this might work. They just like. Hey, just give us something and oh shit. That's what I said. They just forced it. They oh, just. No, we're good. We're good. Okay, good. They just forced a story, and at the end, we're like, "This is what the plot was all along." <laughs> well, we didn't tell you that ten episodes ago. Fuck well, yourself. We, we like insinuated it. Small. Like there was like a mi- like thirty seconds in episode four. Like you couldn't. You can't miss it. It, it was just a bad show. Don't you watch, watch it. You watch a whole episode about how the Raven does the same animation 20 times in a row and it causes spirits to go to the other side of the water and then the last five seconds it goes, I'm the emperor. That's the Raven. And then the, sh- the episode ends. That's like over half of the show is like him talking to an old man. Yeah. Just don't watch it. You're not missing anything. You're, those comments are fake. I swear to God they're fake. They have to be bots. They have to be. I give it a six. Dude, I give it a, I give it a six. Fucking five. Didn't enjoy it. Seven point five one. Jesus Christ. I don't know how. I don't know how. Like, literally, the only thing I liked was the Raven and her handmaid. That's it. I, I genuinely cannot tell you how that gets that. I don't know. It's a mystery of the universe. I'm a fun show. The little lies we all tell. Oh boy. This is a show about four girls. <laughs> That go to school together, and it's just their daily lives. Uh, the little lies they tell are: one's a fucking psychic, one's a ninja, one's a goddamn alien general, and the other one's a boy. <laughs> and uh, shenanigans ensue to the max. This is the most shenanigans I've ever ensued. This on one was the crazy. Yeah, this was nothing but shenanigans. Every episode I watched, I was like, what the fuck is the lead on for any of this plot? And then I'm watching, I'm like, there is no plot. I think that's the plot of the show. There is no plot. Just nothing. Just daily lives of little of people lives. people who are lying to each other. Yeah. Daily lives thinking, of little damn, lives. Damn, a second season would be pretty cool. It's never coming. There's only two volumes of a manga out for this really? thing. Really? This thing got, they got a show off of two manga volumes. It was fun, though. I did I really. This was a fun show. I did enjoy it this a lot. This was a really fun it show. It was fun. It, it wasn't was, good, but it was fun. Yeah, it was funny. There were a lot. There were a handful of really funny scenes. When in the it. fucking general was among us, I, like, <laughs> I lost my shit. <laughs> Oh my god, I like almost passed out from laughing mm. when I saw the generals among us. They got a lot of good voice actors. Sekines was um she was the red haired girl and girlfriend girlfriend. 
Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like that voice. Girlfriend, actor. girlfriend was really funny too. It's just crazy show. how this show had like a star, an all star cast. Yeah. For the dumbest fucking yeah, show. Yeah, it was, it was dumb, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be dumb. Yes. Yeah, it was meant that way. And Raven was not meant to be dumb. No. Poke. What do you give this one? I'm gonna give it a seven. I think a seven's I'll, pretty I'll go solid. A seven. It's fair enough. Seven point yeah. one two. It's nothing to write home about, but it's if you yeah, want if you want a decent laugh. Thorpe, tell the fellas out there about Encouragement of Climb's uh, next summit. Okay, Encouragement of Climb. So next to start summit. next summit. To start this off, it was a little weird. So this show had gotten animated earlier. So what this what the next summit did was <laughs> the first four episodes basically played off of those previous animations, and then everything after that was new. Um, it was about a girl who got into climbing after she reconnected with an old friend and uh, they get other people to join their climbing little adventure group and they climb mountains in Japan. So they go up Fuji and she fails the first time. And uh, the rest of the show is her working towards getting up Fuji again. It's uh, It wasn't good. Mm. I was low-key expecting like Yuru Camp Part 2. Yeah. That is, isn't really what I got. I didn't hate it at all. I cannot say I hated it. Um, it was one of those shows where I felt like I could just kind of zone out and peek in every now and again, figure out what's going on. If you, there were some good climbing tips, some good outdoorsy tips. That was nice. We did learn about uh, lumbar support for your backpacks. We did. Oh, yeah. And we learned about different paths to take up Fuji, different mountains in Japan that you can climb, different ways to get up those mountains. We'll climb all of them. Yeah. It, was a, it was an informative show. That was mildly enjoyable. Again, nothing to write home about. No. Just a show with climbing. No, there was nothing hitting the ball out of the home run no. park. The next summit was, was pretty small. Next summit was the friends we made along the way. They did make friends. Um, I'm going to give this like a like a 6.5. Yeah, I'm going to rate it lower than Little Lies We All Tell. I'm giving it a 7. Respectable. Yeah. 7.57. Wow, that's a lot higher than I thought. Holy you know, I, shit. I'm not even really going to say anything. Like, I'm not going to argue against that. I'm not arguing against it. I just didn't expect it. I could see it, though. I remember after like the first four episodes, which were just recap episodes, it had like a six point something. Yeah, so it really and shot And then out. the actual show came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is actually pretty good. It was, it was a fun little watch. Yeah, it was. And finally, Alex, tell us about uh, the new Gundam show going on. New, what, what's it? What's it called, Alex? New, Gun- oh, new, new Gundam. Yes, I didn't put it on there because it's not so, over. It's not oh, over. Good look. Yeah. Gundam guy, keep up with our man. Yeah, this guy. This guy, man. Motoboshi. Darling Cha. <laughs> I, I fucking love Daddy. that show. I love. I cannot wait to talk about that show. Cannot wait to talk about that show. But we're on <clears throat> Gundam: Witch of Mercury. So this show is another Gundam installment. Uh, no previous... I don't know what Gundam universe this falls in because there's like four or five different Gundam universes. But pretty much our girl Suleta Mercury is from Mercury and she goes to this school in space and she arrives with this mobile suit that everyone's like, holy fuck, what is that thing? And they eventually come to the conclusion that it's a Gundam, which at the current state when she first arrives, Gundams are illegal. Gundams are extremely bad and they're like, no, 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 no Gundam. And she... Basically goes in cahoots with her friend, uh, Yurine. Miorine. Miorine. Miorine, yeah. 
You, yeah, I, I don't know why. I blanked on like the first literally half of the name. I was like, I know it ends with nay. But she basically <clears throat> goes in cahoots with her and they start this gun, this company called Gund Arm where they, instead of making mobile suit Gundam stuff for combat, they do it for medical purposes. And being average Gundam stuff, there's a lot of politics that kind of goes into it. Like people try and win the company over or take leadership of the company. And um, <clears throat> it's basically building up right now for something to hit the fan because that's what Gundam does. So overall, it's been a very kind of like slice of lifey thing. Very different for Gundam, but really, really refreshing and a new take on what Gundam could do to kind of bring mobile suit and mechs kind of back to being more out there and being more watchable for a lot of people. It's uh it's very fun to watch. Suleta is our little little Tanuki that he we love. She's awesome Tanuki. There's a lot of really awesome Ow. characters in this. Like Puffball Girl, I really like her. Um Choo Choo. Choo Choo. I the, love Choo Choo. The heavier set girl, I think she's really fun. I love her. She's awesome. She's very wholesome and nice. A lot of the guy characters I really like. Even the one Gwell Gel. Gel Gwell. Pink hair guy. Douchey pink guy. Yeah, I actually I like really him like him. I think I he's like I think him. he's awesome. I think his character's coming around for me. I do yeah. too. He was just a dick though. Yeah. When he was mean to our little Tanuki. Mm -hmm. Don't be mean to the Tanuki. Ooh, right. I, yeah. was gonna, Bad news. I was gonna flip my uh, top. I was dude. gonna be like, okay, bud, you're out. But okay, he, he's buddy. he's coming around. It's a it's a really fun show to watch so far, and I just get a lot of bad vibes from it in a good way. Something's gonna happen, man, and I'm really nervous. Something's gonna hit the fan, and something's gonna something hit the is fan. shit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much everybody on space <laughs> hates Earth people. They hate the people that live on Earth, because um, like they're less people than they're they're like spatians. They're sub. Yeah, they're subhuman people that live on Earth. It's racism. Yeah, exactly. That's it's exactly just what it racism. Is. Yeah, but it's it's. So far, it's really fun. The Gundam community overall really likes it, and I'm happy to see that because it is a, it's a different take on what Gundam usually is. I don't know what Gundam usually is, so I'll, I'll take your word for it. It's it's very different. Like this show, like we've talked about, is very like almost like slice of lifey in in a lot of aspects. And oh, it, yeah, exactly. It's not like oh, <laughs> it's not like ripping birthday invitations and saying you're gonna kill them. <laughs> I'm here to invite you to my birthday. I'll, I'll kill, kill you. you. It, it is a very fun show. I'm really liking it. And I, I'm, I'm very happy that uh, it's getting more people into Gundam because it's a very fun series. It's confusing, but it is a very fun series to get involved in. I, this is my first introduction into the Gundam universe. Hi, hi. And I am very much enjoying this show. Um, like a lot. This is one of the shows out of like all the seasonals this season. Mm -hmm. I would put maybe in like a top five. Like I, I love this show. Uh, our Tanuki is just adorably based. She's awesome. Our, she's so awesome. Our Tanuki. She has this, this adorable stutter. <laughs> she like she can't talk when she gets nervous. She's very um. She's bochy. She, just no. She's nothing like bochy. <laughs> she's nothing like bochy. <laughs> bochy is a different level. She's oh, she's bitch. a very adorable, fun character. Very likable. As Alex said, like the whole friend group in there is is very likable. And I, I do appreciate the slice of life aspect with it. I think you made a, a good point that this is like maybe something to get more interested. I mean, for example, me and Luke have never seen Gundam before. Mm -hmm. And this is the first one we're watching. And I think Luke can agree that like this is a fun show. And I would like to dive more into Gundam. 
Because like you see the like you see the slice of life aspects, and everybody loves that. But like you take a look at like some of the mobile suits, and you're like, whoa, those are fucking they look cool, fucking sick. Mm-hmm. So it's a good bridge into getting more. Like you say, you research gun like mobile suits in general. You see this one, you're like, well, I want to see what show that's from. Say it's from Gundam Wing. You end up watching Gundam Wing, and you're like, oh, whoa, what's this one? That one looks different. It's like Barbados unicorn. Unicorn. <laughs> so I think it's it's a good bridging show to get people more interested in Gundam. And I think that's what. M- not only Gundam, but just mech as a whole genre needs because it's definitely not popular right now. No. It's lost a lot of it's what it used to be. It's back and it's lull. It has been for a while. The mecha... Here's how mecha's spike has gone, and this is just a fact. Evangelion came out. Mecha spike. Mm-hmm. Died down. Gurren Logan came out. Mecha spike back died down we have not had another Mm-mm. shell of that caliber since then no yeah i mean gundam's always been popular but nothing to the extent of like evangelion no it hasn't no. like brought a lot of people into mech mm-hmm. it has a, it it's, has a it's sol- been consistent with what it's done yeah it's it's had a solid fan base throughout its years but it's never been like through the roof and the two spikes those two shows that caused the spikes by the same company both studio gynax Damn. Who also did Panty and Stocking with Garter Fuck Belt. yes. <laughs> Which is, a, from what I saw, a great Interesting show. fact about uh, Gundam. Our Tanuki is, has been ranked number one on, like, Karma Charts for, like, the past two she, weeks. Yeah, she has. She's really, uh, she, she threw some peppers into the chili. She, she spiced it up. <laughs> yeah, she spiced I up was, the chili. I'm really, really hoping that she makes it into the Crunchyroll Awards as best girl. She fucking I'm, better. I'm really she better. hoping, man. Because she... she de- I mean, oh, fuck. She might get my vote. I love know? her. I fucking love the like, Tanuki. If you take, like... I'm not comparing the two shows because they're way too different to compare, but if you take, like, the cast from Bochi the Rock, I love the whole cast. I know. But if you compare him to Saleta, I'm like... Individually, Saleta is... There's just some about her everyone really likes. So I'm not saying she's better... Than characters from Bochy the Rock, but it's just, it's just different, and I don't I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean? I mean, look, Zero Two didn't win Best Girl when she came out, so Maureen Kitagawa has a chance to not win Best Girl while she's out. That's true. That's yeah. We'll and see. And you have we'll to remember, see. My Hero Academia is out right now, so all the children tiddlers are gonna go and vote for that. Momo, Momo, no, she's so she's too old. <laughs> <laughs> Deku, get a little sister. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is a fact. There you go. What are you guys giving uh, Gundam? I'm giving Mercury? I'm giving Gundam an eight point. Mm, yeah, eight point five. I'm getting eight point five too. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I really am. Eight point seven five. How you guys like Fucking that asshole. one? What's the uh, what's the seven point nine? That's that's little, fair for a, for a Gundam. It's really good. 7.9 is not bad by any measure. Yeah, it's really good. Especially when you have over 100,000 people voting. For that to be the average, that's really good. Mm -hmm. I just want to protect the Tanuki, man. Right. I mean. (laughs) Like, you want all these shows to be rated way higher. And there's people that give it the same score as we do. Mm -hmm. But you have to take an average of, like, over 100,000 people. Yeah. And you're going to be like, holy fuck. There's people giving it, like, twos. (laughs) Yeah. There are people just bombing them. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have the bots that are giving fucking Raven, Raven really the good I cannot good. wait for season two and the special event airing next spring. I'm not. Someone literally said, "Where did you get this information yeah. from?" They're like, "You, this isn't real. <laughs> this isn't a real thing." Anyone said, "Fuck." 
Was that, a, was that the last one? That was the finale yeah. of this season rewind. As per usual, we don't do any shows that continue past this season as we cannot give it a fair review. Like, for example, To Your Eternity. Uh, Udusei Yatsura. Udusei Yatsura. Eminence of Shadow. Uh, I think that's actually it. That are just continuing into the next season. Yeah, I think just I those ones. I think that's ones. just Cause, it. Because Gundam is getting a second core. but It's a second core, spring. but we did it with... Spy family. If they're yeah. breaking, if it's broken up, we rate it the half yeah. that we got in the other yeah. half. Because that's how I'm excited to do Eminence it. of the Shadow because that show, I, I'm, it's fun. I, it I, is I am fun. At, it's turning around. I enjoy it a lot. It's turning around. It's just generic. Yeah, it's just it, generic, edgy main character. But I like it. It's, I will say, I dude, the the um the onsen scene in the last episode, hot, fucking hilarious, fucking hilarious. I was like, that's funny. That's what I'm here for. That's comedy. The show's funny because the character, like, the main dude is so edgy, it hurts. It's so edgy, it's so yeah, cringe. Yeah, he's just, like, posting cringe all over the TL. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, he's not the funny. star, it's everyone else. Everyone else is easily the star. And yeah. He, well, and that's kind of the point of what he's doing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess it's working. Yeah. <laughs> you know and what? I- He's a real, he's a right character then. Yeah, his character. I don't want to go. I don't. I don't want to go into it too much. So this is the last comment either. I'm going to make. But I'm very happy we saw actually Shadow Garden in some of the most recent episodes. I'm we glad. actually saw the characters in Shadow Garden. Yeah, for once. I'm glad that we get to uh, watch that along with the four million isekais that come out. Yeah, next, next season. season. I will give an in. I will give an in depth review of every single isekai of next fucking season. You, you better fucking isekai believe me. Hey, more power to you, my man. Isekai, the guy is going to tell you the yeah. big skizzy rundown of every isekai that's out, and you're going to know over half of them are going to be trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on par with how they go. That's just isekais, man. Mm-hmm. I love a shitty isekai, but I also love a good isekai. Well, that about sums it up for the anime review in this episode of the Hello Harm podcast. We totally didn't re-record any parts. No, no not at all. No technical, technical difficulties trouble. today. While we were out, Sencho did not message me that she would marry me. So, Sencho, please, I'm still waiting for that Make message. his Christmas one DM to remember. DM me at Come some on. point. Like, you could email me. I don't care. Yeah, email the podcast and just Snail refer mail, it to Luke. Anything. Snail mail would be best. AIM. If I got a handwritten letter from Sencho, yeah, that would be. I don't care if it says never talk to me again. I'm <laughs> framing it. Yeah. Well, guys, that is the end of today's episode of the Hello Harm podcast. I hope you all enjoyed today's special edition of seeing us live in the studio for the rare occasion. It's very fun to come up here when we do it. It makes me feel like we're back at home doing this. We're back in our own room. Back, back, we're back in the element. Back in the hot seat. It is hot in here. It is. I got they that heater blast. fucking heater on. My feet are cold. How the fuck are you? I don't know. It's warm in here. I'm I, sweating. I'm, I'm comfortable. Oh, it's hot. I'm a I'm little chilly, but I'm, I'm comfortable when I'm a little How cold. The hell are you, dude, you need to get your blood pressure <laughs> checked. You need some blood medication. But um, Merry Christmas, guys. We hope you had a good Christmas, and we hope you have an even wonder- more wonderful Happy New Year. We will come back at you next week on another episode of the Hello Harm Podcast. We'll see you then, guys. Anything else? I got nothing. You got anything, Thor? I'm, uh, Any prices or anything? Free. We are a free podcast, guys. No money. <laughs> Just make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell button for notifications. Share with a new- friend if you think they'd be interested. Yeah, share it with um, a friend. Um, we put a new ep- episode out every single week. You can follow us on all the social platforms. We're always posting new clips on uh, some of our best moments on there. So go ahead and give those a follow. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much. That's the